Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I'm Melissa Johns, your host. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm sitting here in my kitchen, which I don't often record in our kitchen because it can be a little echoey, but um, it's been um, really hot from all of the preserving and different things that we're doing. And I clean my kitchen so well, I just want to sit and enjoy it. And in a little while, in a little while, I'm going to introduce a surprise guest uh, for part of this episode. But I'll get started um, on this week's uh, material, and then I'll be bringing that person in. So um, this week we're going to be talking about Proverbs 31 verse 17. We've been going through um, the Prover- Proverbs 31 woman um, verses 10 through 31, I believe. And just kind of taking it chunk by chunk. And this week, we're just going to cover one verse because I think it's a really important one. And there's a lot of uh, application or implications that this verse could have on on us as women and um, as homemakers. And so um, we're just going to talk about it. So the verse is verse 17. And the there's different translations, obviously, of the Bible. And they both say something a little different or it comes across a little differently. Um, but the one I've been using mainly for this uh, series is the ESV. And so that, that verse says, she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. So in the Hebrew that um, she dresses herself with strength literally means she girds her loins, which I don't know if you've ever heard of that term. The first time I ever heard that term was that in the movie, The Devil Wears Prada, when um, everyone's, you know, working in the office of the big executive, uh, Miranda Priestley, and she is, you know, kind of like a devil w- woman, uh, a mean boss, and someone you know, sees her coming down the hall and he, he yells out, gird your loins, <laughs> which basically is like, okay, get ready. Like the hard work's coming because she was, you know, kind of, a, um, she just made everybody work really hard and, um, was kind of a tough, like a tough boss in that way. So the, the gir- if you don't know what a, what a girding or a girdle is, it's a strap of a strengthening belt used to secure and strengthen for a heroic or difficult task. Um, there's probably a lot of details I could, I could get into with that, but if you can imagine something that, um, kind of, uh, I think it would actually like bring clothing up like, cause in the olden days, there'd be just like lots of heavy clothes and robes, unlike what we have now. Um, and so to gird up your, your loins, to gird up your clothing, to strengthen yourself was to kind of secure your clothing and allow you to do a task. And so if we think about this verse, you know, she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong, or she, she's girding her loins. She is uh, preparing herself for the hard work ahead of her. Uh, strength uh, is a part of that. Um, as women, we don't often think of ourselves as strong. Um, I was thinking about that earlier today, and I think um, sometimes what we can do is kind of fall into the, you know, damsel in distress or the oh, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm a little bit weaker. I'm not as strong or I don't know that tends, at least that's tends to be my, uh, my tendency just wanting to be, you know, the lavish princess that 
sits on couches and, you know, just like, oh, I'm dainty and feminine and I'm not going to be strong. Um, but in my motherhood, in my homemaking, I have come to appreciate the importance of strength. And we'll get into a few different kinds of strength, um, physical and then mental and spiritual. Um, so there in preparing for this podcast, I was reading a commentary on blue letter Bible. I think I've mentioned them them before, but there is somebody that I really enjoy uh, reading her comment, um, her comments on this one particular proverb. Her name is Anne Pratt. She, uh, is no longer living. She lived in the 18, uh, hundreds. So a long time ago, um, but she just says things very beautifully. And so this was her, um, kind of her part of her reflection. I'm actually going to quote her twice in this episode, but uh, one of her quotes here is uh, just the, um, how, how good it is to uh, engage in physical activity. So that this is how, what she says, how much exquisite enjoyment is afforded by the mere possession of health, the pure taste, the high spirits, which render existence itself and an enjoyment and an, and a blessing, the good humor, the pleasure in innocent delights, the light and refreshing sleep, the appetite which needs no dainties, the untiring footstep, and the placid breathing which scarcely quickens at the ascent of the mountain. Oh, if some of those of the female sex would now spend their days on sofas and their nights in unquiet dreams, would like the excellent woman. Strengthen her arms by exercise and gird up her loins by some vigorous employment. How great a change should come over their uh, constitutions and how great a blessing would they gain for themselves. Uh, I just love the way that was written. It's just very beautiful. Um, But it also is so true. I think it, um, we do, like I said, like there is this concept now where we're just, we're not going to work very hard physically. And, you know, honestly, a lot of the conveniences in our world allow that. Um, I'm here in, you know, our little home and homestead trying to grow a lot of our own food and different things. And it is a lot of physical work to garden and to be in the kitchen on your feet all day and over a hot stove. Like that is a lot of physical work. And that is something that I have chosen because I find enjoyment in it. Um, but all that to say that, you know, we don't have to do those things in this day and age. We can easily go through life without a lot of physical activity. Um, this shouldn't be a surprise to any of us, but I, because of that, I just loved what she said about how, um, what kind of things and, uh, virtues and delights we would actually find for ourselves and what good we would do ourselves as women to engage in those kinds of activities. Um, and I don't believe in the 1800s women were, you know, out lifting weights and trying to get into the Olympic events. Um, so I, she's just saying something very simple as to climb a mountain, go hiking, um, you know, engaging in those types of physical activities is, is so important. Um, I think this is a important note for the, um, for women in general, especially if you're moms. Um, so I will say before, and, uh, before I had my twins, I didn't really think that much about, uh, actually being strong, like for my daily activity. I enjoyed exercise in my twenties. I, uh, did a lot of working out, running, biking, that kind of thing. I I did build a lot of leg muscle. Um, I did not build a lot of upper body strength. And that is something I am very much seeing the, the lack of right now in my, 
in my daily life. Um, and, it's, and it's been been said that in the in your twenties you can um, you can uh, build a lot of your muscle. Like it is not you know, it's not too late by the time you're in your thirties, but when you're young is the is a good time to start building that muscle because it'll carry you and it'll last you into your older years. And I have found that I never built any upper body strength, and I am trying right now too, and it's slow and difficult. <laughs> so, um, anyway, all that to say, um, I think it is important for, for you listeners, no matter where you're at is to, if you're th- in your twenties in your thirties, forties, consider, um, building strength, trying to build strength for your daily life. Um, I go to a regular um, body pump class. Uh, this this is my my new thing, uh, both for mental health and spiritual health and emotional health and all that kind of stuff. It was actually very um, uh, cathartic, I would say, to to go to my first few classes and just kind of get back into exercising. I really like my uh, my workout. Her the teacher, the instructor of the class, she has all these great lines, and she says them every class, and they're always just really encouraging. And they kind of play into this idea of strength. Um, obviously, our bodies, but also just like mental strength. I think um, if you're someone that's ever worked out on a regular basis, or have had to train for a marathon or an event of some kind, there there is a physical aspect to working out, getting strong, but so much of our, that activity is also mental, um, being able to push yourself further, uh, you know, telling your body or, you know, telling yourself, no, I can do more. I can do more because your body can do a lot more than your mind is willing to or wanting to anyway. So a few of the things that she says always, I just really love she, if she's seen someone is struggling, she looks at them and she goes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, which she's looked at me and said that a few times. So it's been great to be like, yes, I can do this while you're in the middle of just a really hard, like, um, you know, squat track or something. Um, and, uh, another thing that she says is when it gets hard is where your workout really begins. And I thought of this the other day, I think I was talking with Tony, my husband, and we were uh, just chatting and that is kind of the way it is emotionally in life too. Like you, you know, you're working on something, maybe, you know, a personality flaw you have, or, you know, you're trying to like overcome something in your life. And I think we were talking about parenting actually. And it's like, when it gets really hard, our patience is tested. Like those are the moments that it's like, you keep you don't get strong by just stopping when it gets, when it gets hard. Like you get, you get stronger by, uh, just continuing and to keep going. Um, so that's, I love that. She says that it, um, when it gets hard is where your workout really begins. Um, and another thing that she says is you don't stop when you're tired, you stop when you're done. And, um, again, just like applying that to our daily lives, it's true. Like you, like, I, I was tired halfway through my day today, but I had, I was knee deep in tomato sauce because I'm making spaghetti sauce from all the tomatoes in our garden. Um, and it's like, I, I'm tired. I want to stop, but you don't stop when you're tired. You stop when the job is done. And I think that is, you know, talking about what we talked about last episode with a hard working woman. Um, she completes her tasks. She does a good job. She is a hard worker. Um, that just really applies to this, you know? Um, and again, if 
the, the more you do that, the more I think I know I've been able to see, oh, okay, I did it. I'm it's done. I can do hard things. I am capable of doing hard things. Um, and then practically to, um, you know, one of the other things she says is our backs carry us our whole lives. Let's show them some love. And it's true. Our bodies are the houses that we will live in for the next 70 plus years. So let's treat them like that. Like we want to live in these bodies because we will. And so, um, I think that's just another encouragement for us to continue to, um, yeah, think about physical activity, um, whatever that might look like in, um, in our lives. For me right now, it's twice a week, a uh, uh, weight, weightlifting class, maybe sometimes going on a, a long walk, um, if I'm able to, and that does get me through my days. I'm able to deadlift two 20 pound babies up the flight of stairs, <laughs> carry them around, not for very long, but enough, um, you know, lug groceries in a garden without breaking my back. So I think that's a little bit of encouragement for that, uh, for this one verse. Now, the other part that I would like to talk about is the mental and spiritual strength piece of this. I think there's some uh, implications here. And now I'm going to bring in uh, my surprise special guest, my husband, Tony. Hello. <laughs> so I was talking to him uh, over dinner about uh, about this this episode because I was you know preparing for it, and I had asked him a, a question. You know, what do you think um, it means for a woman to be strong? And we just had a really good conversation, and we're both like, "Hey, why don't why don't we talk about this on the podcast tonight?" And so. Um, so yeah, Tony's going to join us and uh, just share some of the things that we talked about. And um, yeah, so honey, why don't you just answer the question that I asked you at dinner? What um, what do you think it means for a woman to build her strength and to be strong? Yeah, well, um, I mean, you've, you've covered some of it already, but it's, um, you know, I, I, obviously we first think of the, the physical aspect of that and and you know maybe for some people that that might you know reading that the first time might seem a little odd you know because when we think of strength we think typically think of you know men you know because just genetically you know our bodies just men are typically you know in general stronger um and you know scripture talks about uh, the glory of a young man is their strength and um, things like that. Um, but you know, even though there are um, maybe there are things that that are that's true, even though that is true, um, I th- one of the things that the ways I think about it is that there's a framework that I, I read about in a book I read by Francis Schaeffer. Um, it's a short book called Art in the Bible. And he he talked about this was towards the end of the book um, in the Christian worldview. There are two major themes, and one of them is the minor theme, the reality of sin, and that mankind we've turned from God, and there's kind of a meaninglessness of life uh, in some ways. And you, know, you think kind of the Ecclesiastes kind of touches on this, um, but then there's also the the major theme, which is um, that there is hope that there is purpose and significance that you know we are made in God's image and and there is optimism and redemption through Christ 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even though that's not directly related to this, this theme we're talking about, it's a framework that I've kind of applied to different things in life. Okay, what's like a major theme? What's a minor theme? Well, men, the physical strength, that's, that's more of a major theme. Um, and a minor theme might be something more like tenderness, more, you know, nurturing. You know, it's, it's good for men to, to grow in that, that, you know, as, <laughs> especially as, as a dad, you know, you learn that, like there's mm. a part of you that, um, that, that kind of, you never experienced before when you're yeah. holding a little baby in your arms, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's good for men to, to cultivate that in their lives and. And so, you know, for women, maybe that the physical strength, that's more the minor theme, but it doesn't mean it's, you know, scripture says right here, you know, it's, it's good to, to build that, to, to work on that. Um, and, you know, but the natural strength is, is more the tenderness, the, the nurturing aspect. And so, hmm. so that was yeah. one thing I, I, you know, I thought of and, and, um, you know, when you think about things like strengths finders, like the kind of philosophy um, kind of in the, the corporate world of like, okay, what are your strengths? What are you really good at? Focus on, on those really just mm-hmm. lean into your strengths. Well, and then there's also the benefit of what are your main blind spots? What are your biggest weaknesses? You know, let's, let's kind of shore those up. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, it's always good to, um, not just focus on your weaknesses. You need to right. focus on your strengths, but it's also good to try to be well-rounded. Um, mm-hmm. so, so those are just a couple things that, yeah. It came to my mind initially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, we had got, gotten to talking about, um, you know, kind of like a spiritual strength. Like you had said, like a, like a protective, a mama bear yep. kind of strength um, that I thought was really good. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, so there's like the physical, but then, yeah, I mean, there, there are other kinds of strength and, um, and, and, and yeah, there's, there's a, a strength of, of character, of strength through trial. And, you know, we think about like from a physical standpoint, how do you build strength? Well, you, you're consistent and you, know, you mm-hmm. lift heavier and heavier weights. You, mm-hmm. you, you push yourself further than you think you can go. And, um, and that's applies to all of life, you know, <laughs> like yeah. the, mm-hmm. um, you know, physical exertion and, you know, whether it's, you know, my experience, a lot of running or swimming and things like that more, but even lifting weights, you know, but you know, what are quite asking, okay, what are those ways that I can challenge myself? Um, and, you know, spiritually and, and so like, you know, you think about, um, in this world, um, as a mother, like you, you know, as a family in general, we make decisions for our family, what we believe is best for our kids. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and that might go against the grain of much of culture, culture. many other yeah. people. And, and so we have to be tough, you know, we have to, mm-hmm. you know, we think about like, like, a you know, a mother bird or whatever, you're protecting her nest, you know, mm-hmm. there, um, different things might try, try to come take the eggs or whatever, where you have to, you have to be tough, you know? And, and so there's that yeah. kind of that spiritual, you know, principalities perspective mm-hmm. as well that. Um, you know, in the world, but not of the world, um, you know, being, mm-hmm. um, um, innocent as doves, but wise as serpents mm-hmm. as yeah, well. So yeah. we can't be naive. Uh, we need to know what's out there and we need to, you know, be strong and, and stick to, you know, where the Lord is leading us, what he's calling us to and our conscience before him. Um, so that was another thing that yeah. we talked about. 
Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's so important um, because I, I think that's one of the places I've seen my weakness as becoming uh, a mom um, is that I, like, I am responsible for my kids. I'm responsible for these little lives, their souls, their, um, their growth, their health, and no one else can make the decisions that we can make for them. You know, we are the ones that are their gatekeepers. We tend to them and we care for them. And I do have thoughts. I do have like ideas and things that I really want for our family that might not be all that, I don't know, popular out in the world. And to just have the strength to say, no, I, I do know what's best for my kids. And I'm going to, um, this is the, this is the, the decision that we're going to make. And then not be so, um, like heartbroken or t- torn down by other people's opinions and maybe like comments, which I, that's, t- that's totally what I do. I get so worked up about a negative comment or even the perception that someone might not agree with me. And so that's, a, that's something that I'm really trying to work on is just having that tough exterior, that tough, like, nope, I'm rooted in Christ. Like I am, mm-hmm that is where my identity lies. I am like, I am strong. Like I can, I can lead these children well, and it doesn't matter necessarily what the world thinks, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of, yeah, that's something that I'm, I'm a strength that I'm, I'm really working on emotionally, I would say, um, and spiritually for our family is kind of being that, um, yeah, being that for our kids. There's a verse that I had, uh, listed, it's one of the verses I I've really loved um, because it, it it gives us a picture of this of this rootedness and this strength that we have. It's Jeremiah seventeen seven through eight. Uh, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like the tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when He comes. It le- its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Um, I just love the picture of that tree uh, just being so rooted and um, by the by by water by a living stream of water, which that's what Christ is. He is living water, and so if we can root ourselves in Christ, um, not we will we will be strong. We will be sturdy. We can weather the storms of life. Um, and especially as a mom, a homemaker, I think we face that a lot. Um, and women in general, you know, we, we are tough, we can handle it, but we have to be rooted in Christ. Um, so that was a major application for me as I was, uh, studying this. Yeah. Another, another passage that comes to mind, um, there's a version of a song, um, of this, uh, that I, I love listening to, um, uh, it's Psalm, Psalm 91, um, you know, mm-hmm. just the beginning of it. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Um, and it, it continues, you know, talking about how he will um, deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions. Mm-hmm. Under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. And and then it continues um, mm. from there. So definitely yeah. a, a good one to return to as well. Yeah. 
If you guys out there like um, the Psalms, there is a band, I think called Sons of Korah. Is that right, honey? Yep. yep. They have made, uh, they have an album, I think, or maybe a few, where they take a psalm and literally just put it to music. And so then you can, you know, as you listen to it, you learn the song and then basically you're learning scripture. And there's one with this uh, this psalm that we'll sing to yeah. our kids uh, sometimes at night. At least it's one that I kind of rotate through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have multiple albums. I don't know mm-hmm. how many, but I think they're based on, they're Australian, I think. Oh, or at really? least the main singer. He okay. seems to have a bit of an accent. Um, nice. And uh, it's just, you know, I, I, there are a lot of psalms that have been put to music. Um, and it's very mm-hmm. powerful, like way to, to remember scripture and mm-hmm. and so sometimes there might be a version that they do that I'm, I'm not as keen on on one psalm but there's another version i know mm-hmm. through some you know a hymnal or whatever you yeah know? so it's, it's always fun to, to to explore like different um yeah different psalms or scripture in general that have been put to to music I, I, um mm-hmm. another artist nathan clark george i I like he's Mm. got some really good stuff too yeah so um and then a lot of you know pick up an old hymn though (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, we're we're big fans of the old hymns in our house we we love them for that reason um just a lot of scripture woven through them all um yeah so um one of the um so this kind of going back to the um gird your loins um concept or the that word that verbiage is actually found in another verse in scripture it's first peter 1 13 and this kind of ties into more of that that spiritual strength that we're talking about it says gird up your loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end um so kind of as you know we've talked about is um you know kind of living this life as a believer as a christian in the world there is um there is a strength that's needed there is a um, a fight, I guess you could say. And, um, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys of the pain and hurt that is in this world. Many of us have experienced them firsthand. And so that hoping until the end, I think is, um, such a great picture, um, of part of that strength, you know, strength that basically it's saying strengthen your mind and be sober and hope to the end. And that's not saying sober as in like, alcohol, although I'm sure that's part of it, but, um, just that, that sober mindedness, that, that steadiness, that sturdiness that you have in in your heart and in your mind, um, to continue hoping and trusting in God until the end. Um, so if you guys can kind of imagine what a strong woman would be like after hearing us talk about these different things, um, what would she be able to do for her family? What could she provide for them, teach them? Uh, she provides spiritual strength, trusting the Lord through trials, hardships, worshiping him about um, above everything else, um, and her husbands and kids as well. Um, standing strong against adversity or a spiritual attack, kind of an unwavering faith. Um, and I think it's really important that we take note of the fact that um, this is a, that is a hard thing to do. Like we are weak, but God is strong, right? We are the ones um, that, yeah, we can't do this perfectly. I think I said that at the beginning of this series that this, these virtues that we see in the Proverbs 31 woman, it is, there are virtues to aspire to, to attain to. We all fall short of them. 
um, in one way or another. But uh, the good news of the gospel is that Christ came to pay for our sins so that he may send his Holy Spirit to help us live a life uh, that's pleasing to the Lord, uh, that is um, honoring to him, that's glorifying to him, and that does good for us. Um, And so what we can do is uh, when we're struggling with these things, we can ask the Lord for help. We can ask him to strengthen us. Um, What's that verse? Um, My power is made perfect in weakness. Do you remember that one? I I can't remember the reference, but... (laughs) I think it's, yeah, yeah. 2 Corinthians. Um, Because, yeah, because when we're weak, he is strong, and that, mm. that, that can be uncomfortable in some ways, but it's... It's an opportunity to glorify him when, you know, when we do grow and, um, yeah, mm-hmm. when we're, we seek seek him and pray, um, ask him to help us and, and actually take action to try to grow in different areas that, um, that we're not super strong in, then, you know, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to glorify him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Yeah. He gets the glory. Um, I have one more quote from Anne Pratt that I want to read. It's a little bit longer of a one, but I just, it was too good not to read. So I'm going to try my best here at this old English. I might stumble across my words a few times, but okay. So this is after she talks about first Peter one 13, a holy resolution, a moral courage, a steady determination in all things to obey the voice of conscience seems a strong feature of the character of the Jewish woman. It is true that no resolution made in our own strength can avail us. Our hearts are sinful by nature and every uh, and ever ready to depart from God and holiness. Satan, like a roaring lion seek, seeking whom he may devour, is ever watching to hinder the progress of every right resolve. The world with its anxious cares on the one hand and its fascinating vanities on the other is present with us to banish every pious motive and drive us into forgetfulness and sinful weakness. Yet unless we resolve rightly, we cannot act rightly. And there is a way of keeping the promise made to our own hearts and to God. There is a strength in, or there's a strength given to all who humbly ask it in the name of the great mediator. That's God. A strength to will, to do, and to endure, even to the death. A strength given by God, enabling the timid to be brave and imparting a consistent firmness, even to those who feel themselves ready to be shaken by every breeze. But unless we seek from heaven this consistent firmness of principle, our goodness shall be but as a morning cloud and as the early dew that passeth away. Without it, no Christian course can be a happy or a useful one. It is not enough to know and uh, and approve the right, uh, what is right. Principle must be acted upon, whether the world, uh, whether the world smile or condemn, and the diligent and steady cultivation of firmness be sought in humble dependence on God. And as the Eastern traveler girded his garments for from the dust, so too must Christians keep themselves unspotted from the contamination of vain intercourse and the defilement of sin. And as the Hebrew matron girded herself for strength, so should we strive to invigorate our principles by holy determination, by steady watchfulness, and by humble prayer, so that we may see the, uh, say as the the apostle, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. That's Philippians 4.13. 
So that was a little bit long of a quote, but um, I just thought that was such a great way to talk about this spiritual strength that that we have, that we, um, um, or a spiritual strength that we must seek after and how we, um, I love how she said that, uh, there's a strength to given to all who humbly ask. That is something God promises. Um, all, all who lack wisdom, ask God and he, he, uh, graciously and cheerfully gives it to you. Um, so, so is with strength, I believe. So, um, so yeah, I would like to wrap up just by, um, asking us a few questions to, um, just to think about as you kind of go from this, um, there, I think these conversations are so great and a lot of us can naturally do our own application, but I think it's helpful just to have some questions to think about and start to apply what it is that you, um, yeah, what we talked about and what you're learning. Um, so a few applications, uh, in what ways is God calling you up into strength? What ways can you add physical activity to your days to make yourself healthy and strong? And what are ways you can rely on God himself for this strength? So I hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation. I've loved having Tony. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. It's so fun. I'll have to have have you back. (laughs) So fun. Well, um, thank you guys again for listening. If you guys are enjoying this uh, series of the Proverbs 31 woman, please do share it with somebody, uh, pass it along. Um, I'd love to um, have anyone who needs this encouragement to, to give it a listen. Um, I, that's my hope in doing this podcast that, um, we can create a little community here of people who are, um, yeah, just being encouraged by, um, by the word of God and, um, just in, in our lives as homemakers and moms or, um, women in general. So thank you again so much for listening. Um, I'll see you guys next week or I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in for daily interactions and more inspiration. Find me on the socials at Harbor home 32 or my blog, harborhome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.